0: Hey guys, Mike Vasile here and in today's video, I have a very special treat for you guys. I have my sister on the line and she has an amazing, phenomenal story to cut you short on the entire gist. She's going to explain more on it later, but she literally left her job in America, traveled around the world, ended up in some really crazy real estate opportunity in the Philippines. And I think for this reason, she's never probably going to go back home to the States. And it's going to be really interesting because... I'm going to bring you in on not just my journey, but my sister's journey. And you're going to see us grow in the next couple of years, turning into giant, just like entrepreneur Mongols, monguls, monguls, Mongols. What is it, Angela? Moguls? Monguls?
1: Not
0: Moguls. I don't And it's going to be cool. But <laughs> with that being said, do you want to say what's up to everybody that's currently watching this?
1: Hi, everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> that, that, that was great. That was great. Can you, can you just tell everyone a quick life update on everything that has been going on since you left? Let's actually talk about why did you leave? Because you were initially traveling by yourself, right? Actually, no. Just give me, like, the entire gist. Just give me the entire gist.
1: So I graduated college um, on May 19th and way before... Um, during the school year, I was applying to a shit ton of jobs. Everyone was like, Where, what are you doing after college? Are you working full time? What company? Because everyone, you hear, especially at my college, um, the rate of getting hired is very high. It's like over 90% that people are getting hired right out of our college. Everyone's like, oh, like you don't have a job yet. And I was applying to places, don't get me wrong. But I think deep down, I knew like I didn't want to Say, mm-hmm. um, so I booked a round trip ticket to Bangkok three days after graduation, and the point of me doing that was, oh, I'm going to travel. If I find something that I love doing while I'm traveling, I would make it into a career. Um, and there was like a part of me, deep down, I think that wanted that to happen. Um, so my return flight technically is on May 26th, and I'm not going on it because I was presented with a really big opportunity here in the Philippines. So I started off in Bangkok. Um, went to Bali and then Singapore and then landed in the Philippines and what had happened is our family um, bought a couple condo properties here in the Philippines Um, and so while I was here I had the opportunity to see them and kind of see what how the Philippines was developing and um, from being here as a kid and kind of growing not growing up here but coming here um, as I got older you could really see the development happening Um, So I was talking to the real estate agents about um, the development of the land, and she pretty much was like, you could be a real estate agent here for properties in the Philippines, um, either in America and Europe and Australia, wherever you could get international clients and investors into those properties, you could make commission off those. So I got presented the opportunity. And what's the craziest thing is back in the States, I was always interested in real estate before coming to Um, Before leaving for my travels, I was consistently looking for condos in Chicago because what I wanted to do was um, buy condos, rent them, use them to buy more properties and then rent those or lease them or um, flip them, whatever it was. So I was looking at real estate property before I even started traveling. Then when I traveled, I was presented with more real estate opportunity where I would be able to do the same thing at a smaller rate with a higher um, percentage of return. Um, So that was really cool. And today um, was the first day I got to shadow um, the real estate agent that I'm shadowing. Um, And I have the opportunity to make 3.8% on whatever uh, condos I sell. Um, And so that's kind of where I'm at. And I'm looking towards flipping condos also um, here in the Philippines, because really the development here is like insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of a little update on my life.
0: Yeah, it's so it's so exciting because, I mean, for example, like had you have done this in the States, land barely appreciates as fast as it would in the Philippines. I mean, people can literally 2x their money because everything else around them is moving so fast. So it's like really crazy how you're in this situation. But... Now that you have everyone has like an idea, can you talk about (laughs) the funny thing that actually happened? Because initially you're supposed to backpack by yourself, right? And then I think you were, you were hijacked by someone random in the family. Tell us about that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I was originally in Bangkok and my original plan was to travel Thailand by myself. Um, And then Mike (laughs) called me and he's like, when are you coming to Bali? And I was like, I don't know yet. Like I'm still traveling to Thailand. I just got here literally today. And he goes, well, you have to come to Bali like as soon as you can. Cause I'm leaving in the middle of June and we're like, just not going to cross paths if you don't come to Bali now. So I was like, okay. <laughs> I was in Bangkok for like three, four days. Um, which definitely is not enough time to be in Bangkok for. Um, and went to Bali. And then I was there with Mike. And then um, you saw my dog. Uh, I saw your dog and i traveled and he was a really horrible host so i left <laughs> him to go by myself to continue my solo travel and then our mom was like i'm coming to bali in like two days and i was like what <laughs> um and i was like so confused and so then, then i was in Ubud, and um i was literally talking to my guys like do you think mom will be mad if i like don't come or like hang out with her i was like um because my i met like these really cool dutch people and they were going to the gilly to gilly um and so i was like oh yeah i'm thinking about going to gilly and lombok and all these different places but like do you think mom will be mad and he was like i don't know like you should talk to her and then like i thought i like sat down and like thought about it like for like 10 minutes and i was like weighing the pros and cons and,
0: Mom, guys, if if you guys don't know who my mom is, she's probably the most savage woman I've ever met. She's so straightforward. Like, I remember when I would come home traveling sometimes, and I would just, like, have, like, a little scruffy beard. My hair would be all over the place. I would literally sit in the car, and my mom would look at me, and she'd be like, Why are you so ugly? I just can't even look at you. She was like, turn away. And she's just, like, the most savage woman, the most amazing, kind-hearted woman, too. Uh... But it was crazy because you, you were expecting a solo travel, and then here you were now traveling to all these places with your mom.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was laying the pros and cons, and I was like, you know what, like, <laughs> this is what, I was like, mom's going to be here for what, like, two, three weeks. I'll travel with her. Um, she has a shit ton of connections throughout Asia, so I was like, I'll use her for, like, the the free stay, like the food, (laughs) I'll travel with her and like continue my travels after she leaves. Um, So we were in Bali and then we saw all of Bali together, which is actually really nice because Mike is a horrible tour guide when it comes to Bali.
0: I just like, cause I'm the worst host. Like if, like for example, I lived in Bali for I think a year or two and I I didn't even, I've never even seen the volcano, you know? Um, And like for me, I think I'm just a horrible traveler because I like being in one place, having some type of routine, focusing on my fitness, focusing on building a social network. Cause dude, I, I like I did the traveling all across Europe and then it was just like too much for me. I got I feel like I'm just getting old. So I didn't have the attention span to go all these places. So I was like, man. So you came and then mom came and I was like, oh this is great. I could literally meet you guys up for lunch and dinner and get you guys a driver and you guys could just run around and then I'd be able to focus on work because my problem right now, as you probably know, is like, I'm, I'm a workaholic. Like one of my biggest problems is trying to be present in the moment. And it was actually, I'm actually glad that you guys came to Bali because I mean, I realized I was like working so hard, but then I asked myself, why am I working so hard? And I was like, well, it's because my mom, it's my dad, it's my little sister. So then it was like a really big lesson. Like if you noticed near at the end of it, I was like, okay, I'm gonna spend more time with you guys. So it was, it was a really interesting thing, but then, Okay, so after you guys were in Bali, after you guys got two-hour massages every single day, I'm kidding, like seriously, my mom ordered a two-hour massage every single day. It was only $6. They go to your place, and I mean, in my guest room, the bed is just now all oily because <laughs> they do two-hour massages every single day. But let's talk about from after you got all the massages that you need for most human beings in the world would ever have in their entire lifetime, a span of like four days. What happened after that?
1: So then she was like, "Oh, let's go to Singapore." Like she was I, she was saying all these things and I was like, "No, I think I'm going to travel by myself." Like I had friends that were going to Malaysia and I was like, "Oh, I could meet my friends up in Malaysia." Um, and I'll like it, it's fine. Like we did Bali <laughs> together, whatever. And so she then did, you guys
0: like, did the Nusa Penida pictures together. Like I I'm yeah. looking at <laughs>
1: Yeah, seriously. And so then I was like, uh Like, I, I, like, didn't want to try. I literally told her, I was like, no, you could do your own thing. We could both do solo trips, whatever. And then I don't know what came about, but she was like, let's go to Singapore. Like, let's do all these things. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll go to Singapore with you. And then, yeah, whatever. So then we went Cause to Singapore. you needed to see your Dutch friends, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I needed to. <laughs> Well, no, because I wanted to continue this solo trip. I was like, I'm mm-hmm. going to find myself. I'm going to like do all these things <laughs> um, and, and my mom was just there. So I was like, okay, well, I can't find myself because she's here. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's so we finding were in you. Singapore.
0: My gal, um, we were in Singapore
1: for a few. <laughs> we were in Singapore for a few days. And then we went to Cebu, which is the island our parents grew up on and I saw my family there and that's when we saw the properties that we had just purchased um and that was when I was seeing all the development happen before my eyes and I was talking to the people um that either worked there or like was working nearby and I asked them like what else are they developing around this area and they told us like a lot of things like a new seaport a new bridge like all these different things and I was like holy shit like land is appreciating so much here. So then I looked it up and I was like, how much is land appreciating in the Philippines? And it's like eight to 10% per year. Um, so that was like a really big thing in my mind. And I was like, wow, there's a lot of opportunity here. And randomly, um, I was I hadn't even talked to you yet. Mm. And I, it was like one day, and then you texted me an article about like, um, this guy who went from homeless to billionaire selling um, condo, luxury condos in Thailand. And I was like, whoa, how does Mike know about this already? I haven't even talked to him. But then mom told me she talked to you. But like, it was just really weird because <laughs> our story. Yeah, I was like, I was like, really confused. I was like, whoa, I think like, it's he thinking Universe. the
0: same <laughs> Spent a little too much yeah, time in so Bali. Then,
1: I know, seriously. So then, um that's the kind of opportunity I was presented with. Um, cause originally what they wanted was my mom to be the agent in the States. And my mom was like, well, no, I can't. Um, why don't you just have my daughter? She just graduated from business, um, is really interested in real estate, has been going mm. to real estate conferences since she was like a sophomore in college, mm. um, and has taken real estate classes. Like she'd be super interested. And I was, like talking to them about all the opportunities and they were like any they kind of told me what like laid out what opportunity there was so i wasn't closed only to selling property on our island because it's a bigger corporation and they have property almost on every single island in the philippines mm. so it's easier to sell um regardless of who you're selling to and there is a High increase of international investors in the Philippines because there are a lot of investors that see the potential that Mm -hmm. developing land in the Philippines kind of has um, and how much like growth for wealth opportunity for like growth of wealth there is to Mm -hmm. be done by investing in property in the Philippines
0: well yeah I mean like if you think about it right a lot of the billionaires that were made and this is for everyone like that's watching is in developing countries, right? Like for example, Trump and his family, he developed New York before it was New York. And then you have the story in what she was talking about, you're probably wondering homeless to billionaire in 20 years, how is that possible? There's this guy, I would definitely recommend looking him up or just, I'll put it in the link in the description. His name is Andres Piras, this Colombian guy with Swedish family. And um in Sweden, he left at age 20 to Thailand, literally, I think in the story, he had like what, $10 to his name, he was,
1: No, he had just gotten, he just got, um, his grandfather just died and he left him $2,000 and he used most of that money to buy a one-way plane ticket to Thailand and had a hundred dollars by the time, um, he got to Bangkok and he was looking for beaches and, um, in Bangkok, there are no beaches.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, He's like, where is the beaches?
1: So he spent like, I think like $80 or something on a, he talked to the only English travel agent in Bangkok that he found, and they suggested to go to Phuket. And he spent so like eighty dollars on a mm-hmm. one-way tri- uh, bus ticket that was like a twenty-hour bus ride. Wasn't he? Phuket wasn't he drunk, drunk too? Vegan. So they
0: had to they had yeah. to put him in like the luggage because they didn't know yeah, what to do with him. He
1: was he was like not an alcoholic, but he was drinking a lot in Sweden yeah. too, and was like involved in gangs and stuff. And when he got to the bus station, he met these <laughs> two two guys that, like, were drinking out of a paper bag bottle. Um, and then he got, like, really, really drunk. And then they threw him in the – like, the two guys knew he was getting on the bus or knew he was going to cat. So they convinced the bus driver to, like, take them with
0: What nice guys.
1: Him, But, like, they – like the bus he woke up and he like didn't know where he was and they literally put him in the baggage compartment of that he was passed out guys it's crazy like it's it's (laughs)
0: insane like andres Pires, like seriously look him up he went to thailand with nothing two thousand dollars and then he had a hundred dollars left and he literally because it was a developing place especially like this was decades ago he got into the situation in real estate with kind of doing what my sister's doing, and then became a property developer. And then within 20 years, he went from 200 to $100 in his bank account to being worth over billions of dollars because of the opportunity that comes when you're in real estate in a developing country. And like I remember I was like listening to this story and I was reading it and I read it actually, I think several months ago and it didn't make sense. But then when you told me your story, I was like, holy crap, this is, almost like the universe is aligning because it was the exact same thing. I mean, he left in his twenties from Sweden to Bangkok. You left your stable job that you were going to have this perfect, you know, ascension up the corporate ladder to, to get your desired income to then do the real estate property in Chicago. But then you did the exact same thing. You did a round trip ticket to Bangkok in which you're not going home. I mean, you're supposed to go home in like three days. Now you're going to stay in Manila, right? It's, it's amazing. And then Just, I've never seen so many parallels in your story and his story, you know?
1: Yeah, because I'm in the middle of reading his book right now and I was like, wow, there's a lot of like beginnings that are happening in his story that's kind of happening in mine. Um, And it's crazy because it's all about, like, law of attraction, things like that. Mm -hmm. And Mike gave me the secret when I was, like, in high school. So I was was like, like, read
0: this. It's going to not make sense. And I think you're, like, 13. You're like, what is this genie's coming out of a lamp and this old guy yelling at you with electricity?
1: (laughs) I was, like, so confused. I was like, I don't know what's going on. So then I, like, reread it and I was, like, thinking about it. And, like, lately I've been practicing um, gratitude and like visualizing what my life would be like once um, I started like in this real estate business, and then things started aligning. My, my cousin in the Philippines introduced me to a contractor. And he's looking Mm. to develop like he, he comes from a family that owns a contracting business. Um, And it was the morning. So the morning, Mike called me and I talked to him about like, what the opportunities were. That night, I met this guy who we talked about potential future partnerships because we have um, land that we inherited from our parents' families um, and developing them. And I was talking to my aunts about developing that land that afternoon. And then that night I met the guy who was like, yeah, we're looking for land to develop. And I was like, Oh my god, like I And mom's just like you
0: should marry him. You should be his girlfriend.
1: Yeah, (laughs) she's like like,
0: like, trying to sell you off. (laughs) Like Game of Thrones style. Holy
1: shit. I was like, Law of attraction is a real thing. I literally messaged Mike that night when I got home and I was like, Holy shit. He's like, dude, I've been telling you that law of attraction is a real thing. Mm. And I think the thing that like made me most aware of it is because by traveling, I'm not, like, in close to what society engraves into you. So, like, in college, everyone's like, oh, you're going to go to school. You're going to get a job. You're going to work until you die. And I was, like, having Mike as a role model to look up to, I was, like, that's not the only thing that matters in life. So that's why I kind of went on this trip because I was, like, I need to see. I need to try what's out there. need to figure out what other opportunities in the world are are present and are, um, that I'm able to manifest while I'm traveling instead of being unfulfilled in a nine to five job that I had the opportunity to, to get. Um, I got offered a position from the place that I interned at, but like knew deep down, I was like, I'd be really unhappy if I stayed here. Um, so that's why I kind of booked the trip. And I was like, hopefully I'll be able to figure out a way where I'd get a stream of income. Um, passive income or like working hard towards that income to eventually get a passive income so that I could actually travel and spend Mm. time with my family and friends and give back to the community. So I'm able to do all those things without having to worry about a boss, worrying about like what I'm doing and what I'm completing for a bigger like corporation. Like Mm. I want my wealth to come from my work for myself and my family and my friends, um, and not just like corporate America. So that's That's kind of why- That's crazy, because it
0: happened in like 30 days. Like everyone's like, when is is my opportunity gonna come? But then they're so close-minded. You were just an open book. Like I remember when you came to Bali, and it was amazing because you've grown so much since, like every single year that I see you, because like for everyone that don't know, like I live in Bali, my sister lived in Wisconsin for college, I have no idea why, <laughs> there's nothing to do in Wisconsin other than like eat corn and drink beer and watch the Packers and the Bears fight and stuff like that. But you've grown so much every single year and I remember when you first arrived to my place in Bali, you were just so different than the women you were last year to the point where I was just so amazed and excited for you and it was crazy because in the beginning, you know, I was just trying to push you. I was trying to almost like give you ideas, but when you arrived, it, it was almost like you were like I, you didn't need me. Like you had your own ideas. Like even if like I wasn't your brother, you would still create amazing, insane wealth for yourself, for your family, for your future husband, for your future kids, and just seeing the woman that you've grown because of entrepreneurship and you know being raised by amazing mom and dads. Uh, mom and dads, we only have like one, but but by being raised by amazing parents um, and just focusing on your own growth, like seeing the woman that you were when you arrived, I was like, man, you have amazing potential. And in my opinion, and, and this is like a deep feeling that I have inside myself, especially with the opportunities that you have is I really think that you're going to create things that are bigger than all of us, right? Like even the things that I'm doing, like I think I'm just... I was just there because I was older, so I had a good head start. But with the opportunity that you have, the fact that you are business savvy, that you're so freaking smart, that like, if you guys don't understand my sister, she's actually smarter than me in most things. Other than, of course, like when we play video games, then I will destroy her. But my sister's so freaking smart, and when people see me and the success that I have, they have no idea just that I'm actually the underperformer in my family and my sister's like the one with all the gifts and all the things. And when I saw you come over to Bali and I saw all the things that you had going on for you, your courage for leaving, like a good stable job, all of your friends thought you were crazy cause they were just going back and working and you were just fulfilling your dream, going to real estate, not going back home, which is insane, going against everyone else's wishes. I was like, man, like the things that you're gonna create, like I'm pretty sure with this entire process, you setting it up right, you seeking mentorship in the real estate world, I think you're going to excel me in more ways than you could ever possibly imagine, Angela, because I'm like super excited. So with that being said, do you really want to quickly tell everyone kind of like your big vision of what you want out of your life now with just 30 days of traveling and leaving America?
1: Yeah. So I appreciate everything you said, but I think...
0: <laughs> so I appreciate, yeah, that was, yeah, good. <laughs> thanks, Mike. Yeah, I know I'm going to be better than you do. Respect. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I'm kidding. No, but I think it, like, all that, because if you were to ask me, like, four years ago, I would have never in a million years would have thought that this is all possible. I didn't think, like, you, you used to ask me what my why was when I was, like, a freshman oh, God, college. Paris. And, I was, like, and I was like, I want to travel. And he was like... I've never went anywhere, so I was like, he's like, you can't, like, that can't be your why because you've never experienced it, like. So that's when I first booked my like first backpacking trip, and then I studied abroad, and then like I was doing this Asia trip, and I was like, I'm going by myself, and everyone's like, I want to come with you. I was like, no. <laughs> I like really wanted to like push myself outside my comfort zone to like see what I was capable of by myself, um, and that's when all these opportunities started to present themselves. Um, And I think that's what, like, is so important is, like, when you are stuck in a society and so comfortable in, like, the town you grew up in, um, the city you grew up in, whatever it is, you you fall into this pattern and become, like, afraid of what would happen if you could leave. And it it always comes down to, like, what if, what if, what if, until you actually do it. And that's why I wanted to do this trip because I was, like, yes, I could take a job, but I'm going to, if I were to take this job, there is a possibility that like, I'll never leave if I don't do it now. And everyone I talked to when I was talking to like my older coworkers about how I was going to um, Asia and I like, didn't know when I was going to return. They're like, I wish I did that after college. Mm. Um, Because now there's no way because they are working a nine to five consistently. They They don't have enough vacation time. (laughs) Yeah, we got sure. pregnant
0: and married, um, like, I'm looking at all my newsfeed, yeah. I'm like, man, everyone's getting pregnant and married, and yeah. I'm over here, just like with my dog.
1: Yeah, and so, like, a lot of people were like, I wish I did that, I and, like, but then there were another group of people that were like, oh, my God, what, like, you you don't want stability in your life, or what about the security of, like, insurance, and I'm like, fuck that, and I'm like, fuck <laughs> that. It's like, what's the point of life then at that point? So um, I think a lot of my growth and my visionary aspects came with traveling because if you were to ask me four years ago, I would have never envisioned Mm. me traveling solo for one and two, like me living, potentially living um, in Asia. Um, So I think that comes with like just experiences and getting outside of your comfort zone. And it doesn't mean like, travel across the globe to go to Asia it means like doing something that isn't part of your routine and that could be found just like in your town like join a joining a group or like a new like fitness class whatever it may be just like get outside of your comfort zone and think differently um to push yourself to think differently and then those opportunities start start to present themselves um but as for my vision Mm. um so what i wanted to do so i'm right now shadowing um a real estate agent here in the philippines i just today signed um paperwork to become an accredited broker here in the philippines and an international um, marketer for the real estate company that i am working for um and with that that means i could sell property internationally um to people Internationally, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but what is nice is if you meet certain quotas for, like, sales, then you they will give you, um, like, an allowance to travel to particular countries to market really? the condos to, like, certain people. And if you close a deal in, like, a partic- particular country or something then they'll give you like a second allowance to like and i don't know they were trying to explain it to me and i was like yeah i'm following kind of but there was a lot of information so pretty much what could happen is if i do well um initially which i will (laughs) (laughs) um um, if i do well then that's when they open up those opportunities to send me to different countries to be able to market to those people individually
0: And travel is already Um, included.
1: Yeah. And so it was like all aligning with itself because that's what I wanted. I was like, I want to find something where I'd be able to travel, do what I love um, while potentially getting an income while I'm doing it. So that's like the first thing. But then they introduced me to flipping condos. So pretty much, and it's not the same as like what you think flipping a house is like where you buy a house and it's really shitty and then you tear it up. Pretty much flipping condos here well, anyway, it's pretty much um, buying a property to sell at a higher value. So that could be um, selling a condo at pre-selling value. So before construction is even done, um, you could buy say the, you could say, you could buy the property at around like $40,000 to $80,000, for example. And then once, and here you could do 0% down, with a monthly fee, so like $300 to $500 per month. Um, And then say two, four years once construction's done, that property value appreciates um, almost double. Um, So you could either flip the property and sell it or lease it out to potential investors that either want to live there or want to invest in it for the longer term. Um, So I'm looking to flip condos um, as well as the pre-selling value and then selling them at, uh, twice or three times the value that I buy it at, um, using the sales income that I do from selling the property internationally. Um, but eventually longer down the road, um, I want to use the money that I get from flipping those properties to developing property, um, oh, throughout the Philippines. It's going to be amazing. Um, I know. And and I think that will be really cool because it um, creates a longer, more, um, it creates longer wealth for like our family. Crazy and our rich Asian wealth, like the movie. Yeah. And so that's kind of what my plan is now. Right now I'm going to focus on the sale side and then eventually once I have a stable income to get to the flipping side and then. Um, the development side. So that's kind of my plan. Um, I'm sure there'll be bumps along the way but like as for now that's kind of what I am hoping to achieve while I'm here.
0: (laughs) That's amazing guys. So if you guys are at a job and you don't know what to do and you hate your job and you hate everything about it and you just want to like leave travel around the world and find opportunity and see what the world has to offer for you. My sister is 21 years old she left her job that literally would create her six figures within just like a couple years. And she just did a one-way, she did a round trip ticket, but then she is not going back home. And literally within 30 days, because she was open to the idea, she actually had the ability and the opportunity to literally follow the path of a billionaire in the exact same steps as hers. So one of the biggest things that I want to do is, like I said, this channel is no longer going to be about like the clickbait. It's not going to be about like the five ways to make... a day as a broke individual with my red bandana on or my t shirt off. This is going to be bringing real entrepreneurs with real life stories and real successes and bringing you into the picture so you know that it doesn't matter what wealth, legacy, vehicle you choose, that it will all work. And what we're going to do is we're probably going to have my sister on here maybe like once a week to update us on the entire journey. I think, you know, one of the most exciting things, Angelic, is looking back at these videos 5, 10, 20, 30 years down the road, 50 years down the road when we have all of our huge family members, when you actually probably will have kids first because I'll probably have kids when I'm like in my 50s, but it's gonna be insane to see this conversation, you know? It's almost like we're recording a memory in time in the people that we were like at this age of our life. Isn't that insane?
1: Uh, no, like the first night I called you about like the opportunities that were presenting themselves. You're like go home and like record a video journal of what you're Do thinking a video right journal. now. And so then like I went home that night. It was like 1 a.m. and I was like outside on our balcony screaming about how excited I was. It was like a 20 minute long video about what I was doing, like my nice. life and all these things. So I was like, oh, this will be fun to look back on. So like, Yeah, that's what I'm excited um, because I'm sure I'm feeling right now. I'm feeling what a lot of you guys will likely feel if you're watching this and and want to make that first jump um, to either leaving a job or like finding what your true passion is. Um, and yeah, no, I'm scared. I don't know what's <laughs> supposed to like come. Um, and it's not just like a front that I'm putting on. Like I'm a true person, and and I'm like don't know what's gonna happen next. I think that's the like beauty of it all is that like there's so much opportunity for whatever I want in my life and. Um, whatever you want, I think you can manifest.
0: Amazing guys. So that being said, if you want to follow her, my sister, in the link below, check out her Instagram, her blog, um, her YouTube channel. She's gonna start sharing her entire journey. So it's not just me anymore. I like thinking about us as like the Avengers of entrepreneurship, where instead of like Iron Man, Thor, all having their own movies, you know, you have like Mike, Bastille, you, mom, and dad, and all like our cousins and bringing them up as well, because. There's so many things that our family is doing now that they weren't doing five years ago. And it's going to be crazy to just document it and show you guys that we're just a regular immigrant family from the Philippines. I was a booger boy as a child. Like, I didn't have nothing, man. But if we're able to do it, so can you. So, guys, if you want to be on the next episode of the Mike Vazil Experience, you want to be featured on the podcast or we're bringing other entrepreneurs on the channel as well, just DM me. Slide in the DMs. On my instagram tell me what's up tell me how you're doing tell me all the things that are going on what you're excited about more importantly your current situation and how we can help or if you just have an interesting story we'll feature you guys on this channel and this is no longer the mike facile story this is our story the freedom fighter story the ability to create the life that we want in personal finances personal freedom financial freedom financial abundance and just overall total badassery my sister's one of the biggest badasses you'll ever meet in your entire life so make sure you follow her and and when you're done following her, maybe you could also subscribe to me. Cause like, we're just trying to grow this tribe. And with that being said, maybe subscribe to my mom. Actually, no, she doesn't want a YouTube channel. More on that later, outro. <laughs>